0: Scripture reveals three different main categories of gifts. The first type of gifts I want to talk about is found in 1 Corinthians chapter 12. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, the church at Corinth was a very gifted church. However, they lacked character. And we have some very gifted uh, churches today. May the Lord add character and develop the nature of Christ within us so we can have Not just gifts, but also fruit. What you can get away with in the outer courts with God will get you killed in the most holy place with God. And we need character and gifts combined in the name of Jesus. When we can marry character and the gifts together, it's like the gifts will put a thousand to flight, character will put a thousand to flight, but when you marry the gifts and character together, Now, all of a sudden, you can chase 10,000, and you'll never fall. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, we're going to talk briefly about the manifestation gifts. The manifestation gifts. These manifestation gifts are called manifestation gifts because they manifest or reveal something. And we're going to go into them deeper in detail here in a minute. But the manifestation gifts, there's nine of them. There's Word of Knowledge, Word of Wisdom, discerning of spirits. There's tongues, interpretation of tongues, and prophecy. And there's also healing, working of miracles, and wonder-working faith under manifestation gifts. That's 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 7 through 10. Then we also have the motivational gifts. And PS 202 is focused in on the motivational gifts, and I was very excited to have seen that. Uh, At the same time, I I don't want to limit this message today to just the motivational gifts, and those are found in Romans chapter 12, verse 7 through 10, and they include the gift of mercy, administration or ruling, the gift of giving, exhortation or encouragement, the gift of teaching, the gift of serving, and the gift of insight or prophecy. And the third type of gifts we want to talk about today is the ministry gifts, often recognized and known as the fivefold ministry gifts of the apostle, the prophet, the evangelist, the pastor, and the teacher. I like to refer to these as the five fingers of God's hand upon the earth, the thumb of the apostle, the forefinger of the prophet, the index finger of the evangelist, the finger of the pastor, and the little finger of the teacher. And with these five-fold ministry gifts, these five fingers of God's hand upon the earth, he can effectively reach out to a lost and hurting world and then equip the saints for the work of ministry so we can go win them to Christ. Scripture also reveals several additional gifts that are available in the Old and in the New Testament. And I just want to briefly touch on some of those, and I've got a handout for us today for that. But, uh, we cannot limit God, and this is not an exhaustive list of the gifts of the Spirit by any stretch of the imagination that are available. But I just want to touch on one. In uh, Matthew chapter 19 verse 10, uh, Jesus' disciple said unto him, if, if such is the case of a man with his wife, is it better not to marry? And Jesus goes on to say, All cannot accept this saying, but only those to whom it has been given. So not marrying is really the ability uh supernaturally. It's the gift of celibacy. And it appears that Paul had this gift. And most people don't don't want the gift of celibacy. The people don't raise their hand and say, Oh Lord, impart to me the gift of celibacy. But it is a gift, and it is a supernatural endowment. The gift of Celebi is it's given by God. It's not for everyone, but God will often grace an individual with this gift if he or she requests it for the sake of the kingdom. The Apostle Paul was graced with the gift of celibacy. In fact, Paul said in his first epistle to the church at Corinth concerning the subject of marriage, the following. And I want to just state here, 1 Corinthians chapter 7 pre- precedes 1 Corinthians chapter 12 on the nine manifestation gifts. The word for gift that's used in 1 Corinthians 12 is charisma. And we're going to find out that the word for the gift of celibacy in the same book is the exact same word in the Greek. And I've never heard anybody teach on this, and I'm not saying there hasn't been people that have, but when I came across this it 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 stunned me. So I want to share it today under the banner of additional gifts, addition to the nine manifestation gifts of 1 Corinthians twelve, the seven motivational gifts of Romans twelve, the five ministry doma gifts, leadership gifts of Ephesians chapter four, verse ten and eleven. Here we're talking about additional gifts that are available within the body of Christ from heaven for the body of Christ old and new testament 1 Corinthians chapter 7 verse 7 through 9 for i would not i would that all men were even as myself paul said but every man hath his proper gift of god one after this manner another after that i say therefore to the unmarried widows it is good for them if they abide even as i but if they cannot contain, let them marry, for it is better to marry than to burn. It is good for them to abide even as I. But every man hath his proper charisma, supernatural endowment. The word gift here is the Greek word charisma, Strong's number 5486, New Testament. This is the same word used for the nine manifestation gifts or the charismas of the spirit mentioned by Paul in First Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7 through 10. So Paul groups in the Greek language his gift of celibacy, ability not to marry, and a desire not to marry, and the ability not to burn, almost as a eunuch. Paul groups it with the same Greek word as the nine manifestation gifts of word of knowledge, word of wisdom, discerning of spirits, tongues, interpretation of tongues, prophecy, healing, working of miracles, wonder, working faith, the word charisma in Strong's 5486 that's translated gifts in our Bible is, from the Greek, a divine gratuity, i.e. deliverance from danger or passion. Deliverance from danger or passion, a, a special endowment, a religious qualification, or a miraculous faculty. I'll tell you in our current society, we need this gift, even if it's a temporary Endowment. They say some anointings come and some anointings go. And sometimes you're in a season where it manifests quite a bit. And sometimes you're in a season where it seems like you never had the gift. Well, I'm going to tell you what. I thank God for the gift, the supernatural endowment of celibacy and deliverance from passions or dangers until God brings me my wife. And may he do the same for you until he brings you your wife or your husband that you don't have passion or burn. So that's just one of the additional gifts. Uh, another gift is uh, intercessory prayer Luke 22:40 40 through 41. Another gift is exorcism, the ability to cast out demons. And a lot of these gifts work hand in glove with other gifts. You might get a word of knowledge or a word of wisdom. And with that word of knowledge or a word of wisdom you might know how to effectively cast out a demon because you've got its name or through discerning a spirits the lord might give you the name or type of demon and then you can cast the spirit out with the word so we also see voluntary poverty you know i i, I like voluntary prosperity but you know what some people have both gifts at the same time oh wait a second what are you saying? How can you have voluntary poverty, and also prosperity at the same time? Mother Teresa had both. She had hundreds of thousands of dollars flow for, through her fingertips, and planted a thousand orphanages that are still in effect and reaching out to the world today. Many of them, and some of them even even if, if expanded and and birthed new orphanages, but hundreds of thousands of dollars flowed through her fingertips yet she only owned two dresses because it was voluntary poverty oh the vastness of God's kingdom the greatness of his power the diversity and the variety of the gifts that he's given and the purposes for those gifts are as diverse and as various as the gifts themselves the gift of missionary uh that's another gift to to have the ability to go out and, and to be a missionary, that not everybody has that gift. And if you don't have it, don't worry about it. Operate in the gifts God has given you. Hospitality is another gift. Uh, Lydia had that. She was the the maker of the purple. And uh, there's also witty inventions, Proverbs 8.12. That's another gift. Devising curious works, Exodus 35, 31 through 35. A minstrel, to be able to, to play with a minstrel anointing that brings in and ushers in the anointing, as it was in Second uh, Kings 3.15. Then we've got the gift of governments, Helps. We've got uh, numerous other gifts, husbandry, writing or journalism, humor, peacemaking, martyrdom, supernatural strength like Samson, supernatural fasting. If God called you to a 40-day fast or a 21-day fast, I've been 21 days, God must call you to that. I had a friend of mine who'd been on 30, 40-day fast the same time that I went on a 21-day fast. He went on a 40. But that's a supernatural endowment. That God gives. He gave it to Moses. He gave it to Joshua. He gave it to Elijah. But if you don't have that gift and you try to go 40 days, it could kill you. And if God has given you that gift, it will not just uh, keep you alive, but it will kill the old nature in the process and you'll come alive with God Uh in Christ Jesus, there is also the gift of supernatural increase. It is I, the Lord, that giveth the power to get wealth. In Deuteronomy 8:18, 8, Isaac sowed, and in the same year he received a hundredfold harvest on all that he planted. You can become a thousand times more, according to Deuteronomy 1:10 and 11. The point is, when God grants you these supernatural endowments, they're for a season and a reason and a purpose. Interpretation of dreams and visions may include the gifts of the spirit they may include word of knowledge and word of wisdom they may include the gift of prophecy they may include discerning of spirits but it is clearly a gift that was given unto daniel it was given unto joseph to properly interpret the dreams from god he was able to operate in dissolving of doubts there's the ministry of miracles there's the gifts of healing it just goes on there's also additional uh, gifts underneath the banner of tongues, which is ministerial tongues, diverse tongues. So there's gifts underneath the gifts or within the gifts. I just want to share today that we cannot limit God and I'm offering this handout for for all who would like it today. There's also additional offices, the ministry office of bishop, the ministry office of deacon, the ministry office of deaconess, the ministry office of elder, uh, the ministry officer of overseer. There's different types of callings, anointings, ministries, and commissions. We cannot limit God. Don't limit Him today. With that brief backdrop, now, let's go into the first of the three main categories of gifts, the manifestation gifts. In 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7 through 10, 1 Corinthians, oh, this is good, this is good, this is meaty. Oh my gosh, it causes our minds to be expanded. Stretch forth your tent pegs today. 1 Corinthians 12, now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I would not have you to be ignorant. Oh, let us not be ignorant. The devil's ability to keep us defeated is directly related to his ability to keep us ignorant. He says in the scriptures, Jesus says in the scriptures, the Lord says in the scriptures, you are not ignorant of the enemy's devices. I would not have you to be ignorant concerning spiritual gifts. If he can keep us ignorant concerning spiritual gifts, that's one of the devices he uses is ignorance. Jesus, or the Lord said in Hosea 4, 6, my people are destroyed from lack of knowledge. Lord... Give us knowledge today, wisdom and understanding. Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I would not have you to be ignorant. Today we're talking about three main categories of gifts. Manifestation gifts, 1 Corinthians 12. Motivational gifts, Romans chapter 12. Ministry gifts, Ephesians chapter 4. And we've also tied in the additional gifts because we don't want to limit God. But the nine manifestation gifts are really broken up into three main categories beneath that one category of the nine manifestation gifts. We can call them the revelation gifts, and underneath that banner is word of knowledge, word of wisdom, and discerning of spirits. Why do we call them the revelation gifts? Because simply they reveal something. They uncover something that could not be known to natural man otherwise. So word of knowledge, word of wisdom, and discerning of spirits their revelation gifts they all reveal the speaking gifts or the oral gifts or the vocal gifts are tongues interpretation of tongues and prophecy i could i could i could spend a week right in 1st corinthians 12 on the gifts of the spirit but for purposes of time economy we're simply giving headlines today not great details beneath and any one of these gifts we could spend a day on, a week on. We could give scriptural basis and examples from the Old Testament and the New. Yes, even tongues appear in the Old Testament. In Isaiah 28, it prophesies about them. But also, before Samuel was born, his mother Hannah, she was at the altar and her lips were moving. I believe that was a type of her speaking in tongues because the priest Eli thought she was drunk. Ah, they thought they were drunk on the day of Pentecost. Do you see the correlation? I believe tongues were available in the Old Testament. We just didn't see them talked about in detail. The Old Testament is the New Testament concealed, and the New Testament is the Old Testament revealed. I believe we get a revelation of what was going on with Hannah when she was at the altar at church that day when Eli the priest came over and marked her mouth and thought she was drunk. When in reality, I think she was speaking in tongues and it released a miracle of conception for her and God opened her womb. Oh, use the gifts of the Spirit and God will open the heavens. He'll open your spiritual womb and birth spiritual children through you. It's a beautiful thing. The speaking gifts, tongues, interpretation of tongues, and prophecy. Why do we call them the speaking gifts or the oral gifts or the vocal gifts? Because they operate vocally through the speaking of the voice or orally. As we orate, we're orators, and then there's the power gifts. Why do we call them the power gifts? Because they do something powerful. Now I'm not just talking about uh, about powerful and getting under a bench press or maybe maybe uh, you know lifting a few weights. I'm talking about power that supernaturally displaces something in the natural world or the fallen world or the devil's world, and replaces it with the kingdom of God. The gifts of healing are one of the power gifts. The working of miracles is another one of the power gifts. And wonder-working faith, supernatural faith, miracle faith, is the other. Now, this is different than faith that you can get from hearing and hearing by the Word of God. This is different than the measure of faith. This is supernatural, wonder-working faith that works in conjunction with miracles, works in conjunction with healing. This will give you the ability to believe for something that you can't believe. If you see yourself on a DVD when you operate in Wonder Working Faith and you watch yourself later on, you'll be stunned and amazed because you'll realize you don't even have faith for what you just saw happen because the gift of faith is not on you at the moment. Now, you can believe because you know God's power is there, but you'll be watching yourself on TV. You'll be saying, my goodness, that's incredible. That's incredible. And you'll realize, wait a second, that's me. Well, that's not me. No, that is me. No, that's Christ in me, the hope of glory with the mind of Christ that can believe for anything because all things are possible to him who believes with wonder-working faith. So those are the nine manifestation gifts from 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7 through 10. I've also got a secondary handout. I've created that groups in one sheet of paper, the nine manifestation gifts, The five ministry gifts, the seven motivational gifts, and then it gives the scriptural basis for the Apostle Paul in operating in all nine of the manifestation gifts. He operated in word of wisdom in Acts 23, verse 6 through 8. He operated in word of knowledge. Acts 13, verse 9 through 11, he operated in the gift of faith. Romans 15, verse 18 through 19, he operated in the gifts of healing. Acts 14, verse 8, he operated in the working of miracles. Acts 20, verse 9, he operated in the gift of prophecy. 1 Corinthians, chapter 14, verse 6, he operated in discerning of spirits. Acts 16, verse 16 through 18, he operated in the gift of tongues. He said, I speak in tongues more than you all. And at 1 Corinthians, chapter 14, verse 18, and he operated in interpretation of tongues, 1 Corinthians fourteen thirteen. because you can't teach on something you haven't personally experienced. And if you do teach on it or preach on it, it'll be a dead sermon. Trust me. I preached a couple of times on things I hadn't experienced, didn't have experiential knowledge of, and the Lord told me, tear that thing up. I didn't give it to you to minister. But when you preach on something and you teach on something and you know intimately, when you know it intimately, it's imparted to the people in an intimate way, spirit to spirit. Because that which is born of the spirit is spirit, that which is born of the flesh is flesh, and I'm going to add one thing, that which is born of the suke, the soulish power is suke. it's soulish, it's mental, mental reasoning, mental ascent, and it ministers to the intellect, but it makes no difference in people's lives of any significant effect because it's not the spirit it's just another theological sermon they say theology is the art of making the simple complex well I like to keep it simple saint and impart it unto others and I like it imparted to me from heaven through others because you can teach me and I can teach you when we're under the anointing But when we're not under the anointing and the gifts of the Spirit are not in operation, I don't want to receive from you and you don't want to receive from me because we'll just become more soulish and more fleshly even though we may have quoted the word a hundred times during the message. It's just dead letter from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil that produces death. Like the Pharisees and the Sadducees operated apart from the gifts and they murdered Jesus. That's why it's so important that we operate in the spirit and with the spiritual gifts. Before we move on to the ministry gifts and the motivational gifts and close out this teaching, I just want to requote quote 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 1. It says, Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I would not have ye ignorant. And again, we could spend hours on this subject, and I, I, I desire to do that in a 10-part series sometime soon. But for now, for this 30-minute message just want to touch in on this. Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I would not have you ignorant. The word spiritual gifts here is really not gifts at all. Now, the word gifts as it relates to the nine manifestation gifts, later in this passage it is. But here, it's not the word gifts. We added it in the English when we did the King James. And if you look quickly, you'll see the word is in the italics, meaning it's not in the original Greek. We added it for clarification. That's not a bad thing, but it's not there. And the word for gifts here or spiritual gifts is really pneumaticos. Pneuma where we get breath, pneumatic tires, you fill them up with air. Pneuma is spirit. The Old Testament word is ruach. It means wind or breath. And God breathed in him the ruach and he became a living soul. The pneuma and ruach are the same, wind or spirit. Here now concerning pneumaticas or spiritual or spirit, or spiritual things, I would not have you to be ignorant. So, in this passage of Scripture in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, Paul is really laying a foundation stone concerning pneumaticos, or spiritual things, as the umbrella. And beneath that umbrella, we have the manifestation gifts, we have the motivational gifts, and we have the doma leadership gifts or the fivefold ministry gifts now concerning pneumaticos spiritual things all encompassing spiritual things don't be ignorant don't be ignorant of the gift of salvation don't be ignorant of the fivefold ministry gifts don't be ignorant of the seven motivational gifts don't be ignorant of the nine manifestation gifts. Don't be ignorant of all the other additional gifts within the body of Christ. Oh, Lord God, deliver us from ignorance. Holy Spirit, illuminate us that we're no longer ignorant, but we're equipped. We're given your wisdom, your knowledge, and your understanding that we might apply these things as we minister your word. The seven motivational gifts are Romans chapter 12, they are Mercy. And these things, when they come upon your life, are supernatural in nature. You'll think they're natural because God's added, added His super to your natural. They become supernatural. But to others, they're touched by Christ Himself through you because it's an anointing in you and me when the gift of mercy operates. The administration of ruling, it'll be supernatural in the way it operates. Giving, it's a supernatural giving. And when you give a gift, the person will receive it as if Christ gave it to them personally through your hand exhortation and encouragement I had a friend of mine he had the gift of encouragement his name was, was Lou and I used to call him Louibus because Barnabas son of encouragement he had the gift of encouragement well Lou he had the gift of encouragement he could say something in the midst of a sermon I'd be preaching and he'd make amen brother he'd make one statement from the, from the, from the pew and joy would just break out encouragement would break out into the body of Christ, I'd say the same thing. It was dead letter because I didn't have that gift like he had it. He had it at a very high extreme. Now, I'm an encourager by nature, but I didn't have the gift like he had it. On a scale of one to 10, it seemed like his was a 14 and mine was a two. And I praise God for that gift in him because it changed the atmosphere. It was Christ speaking directly to every person in the congregation when he would make those statements from the pew. It was wonderful. Then there's teaching, and that teaching gift it just flows and flows and flows. It will mesmerize people, catch them up in the spirit of the teaching. And then there's serving, or or helps or ministry. An armor bearer has the gift of serving. God's given me two armor bearers. And uh, a person called me on the phone uh, a few days ago. They said, "David, the Lord laid upon my heart to be one of your armor bearers when you're in the service," and I was just so encouraged because they'll do things for you with the serving gift that others won't do. And it lifts a burden off of you. And it creates a power of agreement where one puts a thousand to flight to in agreement. An armor bearer and a warrior will slay a Goliath together. It's a beautiful thing. And then there's the gift of insight or prophecy, prophetic underances. Insight, word of knowledge, word of wisdom that operates in conjunction with that. Again, we've got limited time, but we want to just headlines today. And we've got the handouts. And then you... And others can go study to show yourself approved unto God, workmen that need not be ashamed, but rightly dividing the word of truth, that we might operate in the gifts decently and in order, and no chaos or confusion. And the fivefold ministry gifts of Ephesians chapter four, verse ten and eleven. Jesus ascended on high, he led captivity captive in his train, And he gave gifts unto men. The word gifts here is not charisma. It's doma. It means leadership gifts. The five fingers of God's hand upon the earth, as I said earlier. And they are, God gave some to be apostles, some to be prophets, some to be evangelists, some pastors and teachers for the equipping of the saints, for the work of ministry, till we all come unto the unity of the faith, no longer tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine and the cunning craftiness of men, but that we might all grow up into the measure of the stature of, Of the fullness of Christ. The five-fold ministry office brings unity in the body of Christ. It equips the saints for the work of ministry. It causes us to grow from the outer court's truth of the measure into the inner court's truth of the stature into the holy of holies of the full measure of Christ. Stature, the measure, and the fullness of Christ Jesus. In conclusion, there are three main categories of gifts. There's the nine manifestation gifts. First Corinthians chapter 12, verse seven through 10. There's the seven motivational gifts that motivate you into action, behavior, motivation, and modification of Romans chapter 12, verses six through 10. And then there's the five ministerial gifts, the five full ministry gifts of the apostle, the prophet, the evangelist, the pastor, and the teacher for the equipping of the saints from Ephesians chapter four, verse 10, really reading on. Scripture also reveals additional gifts. And on this handout, I think there's maybe twenty or twenty five of them that I've compiled in a, in a teaching that I put together. And so we don't want to be limited in our understanding of the gifts, and we also don't want to limit God. We are called to operate in the gifts to help edify and build up the body of Christ. The gifts of the spirit build up others. That's their purpose. It equips others. It strengthens others. If you're operating in a gift and it's not building others up, it's not strengthening them in the faith, you've either got a false gift or you're misusing your gift with a wrong spirit. And that can be done. Balaam did it and the bad news. The good news is this. Scripture says we are to covet and earnestly desire the greater gifts in 1 Corinthians 12, verse 31. If you want these gifts today, you can have them. Prepare to receive them right now. Are you ready? Here it comes. Holy Spirit, I pray that you would release gifts from heaven. I see musical gifts coming down right now, psalmist gifts are coming down right now. Thank you, Father God, for strengthening. Release right now your gifts into the hearers' ears and into their spirits by the spirit of impartation. Father, as Paul the Apostle said, I long to see you that I might impart unto you some spiritual gift that the end thereof you might be established. I release the gifts of the spirit that you have for these individuals right now in Jesus' and it shall manifest.